Hello friends, happy eclipse season. <laughs> Welcome to Limitless Magic. I'm Mindy Sue Bell and I'm really happy that you're here. I got so much sweet feedback from my last episode, my first episode in three years, pretty much a new beginning. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to return to this space to talk about the upcoming eclipse and what that's bringing up and what the all the feelings I mean this is wild times we're in things are really really buckle your seatbelt get ready for a wild ride because these times are pretty nutty um we have a total lunar eclipse coming up on Tuesday, November 8th, 2022. And with it, there are some really intense lessons that come up. The eclipses always bring us some pretty heavy hitters in the lessons department, especially a lunar eclipse. I feel like that really pulls up a lot of the feminine shadow and a lot of outdated shadow programming for, for us that identify as women to really face, like make or break time. Are you going to keep living out these patterns and resisting the growth or are you gonna let it go, drop the control, drop the thinking you know, and just you know surrender that old shit for me, eclipse season really feels like the time to get really clear and intentional about choosing love over fear. I think a lot of us, specifically the last two years, really brought up a lot of really intensive fear programming, but a lot of us struggle of, around moving from fear into faith. You know, kind of lessons of the strength card in the tarot knowing that spirit's got us. We can be spirit-led and not know the next step and not know the plan or the path, and we're still going to be provided for and taken care of. But that is really challenging when everything around us is screaming at us to do this, do that, you know, work harder, hustle, make connections, and it's hard to fall into receptive mode and flow and know that we will be taken care of but that's faith you know handing over our intelligence and our plans and goals and busyness addiction to busyness and distraction and handing that over to the divine spirit god goddess and letting us and the journey of moving into being spirit-led doesn't happen overnight. It's not seamless. It's an unfolding process. It can be sticky, painful, difficult, challenging. I know that I tend to fight it. <laughs> and um, But it's very necessary. One of the big illuminations of this lunar eclipse is being guided to connect with soul family, soul community, you know, soul sisters, soul partners. And on that note, to make ourselves available for those supportive soul connections, 
there's going to be a letting go of outdated connections, often biological family, family of origin, you know, any exes that are hanging around, sniffing around, um, friendships, partnerships, work relationships that no longer feel aligned or nourishing, those have all got to go. Gotta go. <laughs> it's time. And with that letting go of the old relationships, there's a big time of integration. You know, a lot of us, I mean, I'll speak for myself. I know that growing up, I really gravitated towards chaotic, exciting, you know, I perceived them as exciting, wild passionate people but honestly I was just seeking out people that sort of mirrored my biological parents and the chaos that they created in my life and environment and creating boundaries with around interaction with my biological parents also brought with it the need to create boundaries and step back from a lot of personal relationships because I recognized that those unhealthy ways that my parents related with me and interacted with me were sort of reflected in a lot of the relationships that were present in my life. And I wasn't aware of it when I was young. I mean, I was like partying and like going to raves and going to goth clubs and hid behind complicated, exciting, <laughs> demanding, intense relationships with friends and partners, and also used an addiction to substances to hide and distract myself with. And it took a really long time to come out of that. But the first step in starting to heal that and starting to support myself and come home to myself was creating really heavy boundaries around my interactions with family. I mean, I basically don't interact with very many people in my biological family. I treasure my children. I have two children. I treasure them and interact with them. But um, neither one of my biological parents are in my life. And my biological dad has been out of my life since I was in my early 20s and then creating a boundary with my biological mom became really necessary about 10 years ago and then every once in a while I'll sort of evaluate the energy and try and give her a chance to be in my life but it, it doesn't work out. It hasn't worked out yet. You know, I have to block her. She sends abusive, erratic text messages, and it just feels so crazy. My stomach turns. I feel the same anxiety that I felt as a child when I was in chaotic, unsafe environments with her. So for me, the first part of healing was setting that boundary. Like, I cannot interact with either one of you. And um, that brought up a lot of shadow work for my ancestral line, particularly my mother's line. Um, 
And, you know, that can be really heavy work, but it's really necessary because one of the insights that's come through to me from my ancestors in meditation and communication with my beloved dead is that they weren't able to do this work. They didn't have knowledge of it. They didn't have awareness of self or of connection to the divine to be able to access and do this kind of ancestral clearing energy work. So I'm the one that's doing it and I'm doing it for them and I'm doing it for everyone to come. So it can be really a lot (laughs) to do that work. You know, memories will surface feelings will surface. But for me, a lot of the awarenesses have come up around, oh, I'm this way. And I didn't get here alone. You know, my mother was this way. My grandmother was this way. My great grandmother was this way. There's a really heavy current of single mothers with um, philandering husbands or you know, abusive partners or non-present partners in my family lineage, very similar to the vibe of practical magic, but not cute and not a Hollywood movie. Like no men can stay (laughs) with the women in this lineage, but um, it's more, you know, it's not a curse. It's more the programming of picking male partners that are absent and not fully physically or emotionally available. And so unraveling that and undoing that was really foundational in me beginning. And that, to circle back to the eclipse, that's the energy the eclipse brings us. What is the family wound? What is the ancestral wound? You know, and integrating the current shadows of this lifetime. If you are going from, you know, relationship to relationship, I get people that come to me and they have the awakening that oh my gosh like I wasn't cursed I wasn't being pursued by all these abusive unavailable men I was seeking out unavailable men or seeking out unavailable partners because that was modeled to me as a child so there's like a deep unraveling of old old ancestral stuff, you know, current lifetime patterning that we are acting out unconsciously based on our ancestral line. I mean, and it can even be past life, you know, going, I don't even want to get started. I mean, I want to, but that'll take this episode into a whole new realm. We need to have another episode that's like past life, soul contracts, past life lessons. But You know, this is just to say the eclipse cracks open the shell, the candy shell around all of the shadows that we've tried so hard to bury, we've run from, we've buried so deep that we don't even know we buried them, and they're coming out. The egg is cracked, the inside's coming out, you know, to be cleaned up. You got to clean it up. And um, this... This is necessary to be able to step into magic, to step into the real aligned soul path and to be able to clearly hear the call and be able to move forward in this new way. You know, I think a lot of a lot of shadow work is preparing us and making us ready for what's to come. 
And I mean, you know, yes, that can be on a sort of community collective level, but on a personal level, we have to get all of that mess out of the way to be able to feel, hear, see, taste our path, what we came here to do. We, at one point, all of us, I really believe that all of us at one point in childhood, at some point, were very clear on what it is we came here for. Like if you dig into your childhood self, if you can connect to the energy of your four-year-old self or like five-year-old self or seven-year-old self, what brought you joy? What brought you so much happiness and what did you want to do with your days and your time and your and your energy just for the sheer love of doing it? What was it? You know, and that awareness, uncovering that is the key around why you're here embodied in this time on earth. Letting go of all of the old all of the outdated, all of the wounding, victim mentality, letting go of that is really necessary to begin reclaiming the true nature, the essence of self, you know, and step into knowing oneself. Another really big thing that this eclipse is bringing up is addiction. I think that not just to substances, but to technology, to, um, you know, food, behaviors, checking out, being busy, P.S. (laughs) I'm one week off of Instagram and it feels great. (laughs) And I recognize that my relationship with that app was kind of unhealthy and not supportive. So it feels good to pause on that. But, you know, a lot of what's coming up is letting go of things that we may perceive as a coping mechanism. And at one time, maybe it was, but it's no longer working out. You know, I, in an eclipse season long ago, in 2012, I began my journey with sobriety. So, sober witch here. And um, it's been really another thing that's really been essential to my transformational process. For me, I'm so highly sensitive and I'm such an empath and I'm so, I'm a medium, I'm connected to the other side. I communicate with, you know, beings, energies, the dead. And when I'm not taking care of myself and I'm not energetically clear and clean and protecting myself and doing ritual, I'm very susceptible for non-elevated beings or energies attaching themselves to me. And, you know, that can be perceived as a psychic attack. It can just be perceived as feeling, you know, depression or anxiety and like, where is this coming from? This isn't even mine you know, kind of enmeshing with other people's energy fields and emotions. And for me, it's so essential to not drink alcohol or do any kind of drugs. I mean, I can't even do pharmaceutical drugs. Like I've, 
had doctors prescribe me things in the past for different things, like even antibiotics. Like I'm I'm allergic to penicillin. (laughs) So sensitive. So I have to treat this vessel with so much respect and so much care. And there's no timeline that alcohol has served me in. It's really contributed to poor decision-making and not taking care of myself and not prioritizing myself and not being in my worth. And I even had a reading a couple years ago with somebody that didn't know my history at all around anything, addiction. And one thing that came up was, oh, you can't use alcohol at all. You can't use substances at all like that's kind of like off the table for you you're not supposed to have that you know the spirits don't want you to have that and I was just like yep (laughs) I know so you know reclaiming ourselves and coming home to ourselves starts when we are letting go of everything all of the energies all of the programming all of the relationships experiences that do not serve us that are not aligned with our soul's destiny our path things that we know are not working um and i think that as we let go of things it's okay to have grief grief comes up it's okay to cry i mean it's essential to cry tears are sacred that is sacred water clearing the pathways you don't want to hold it back or hold it in but it's also as we clear this space out you know feel the grief mourn it let it go but also move into curiosity and 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 joy and wonder about what is going to come into this space that i've created what new experiences relationships connections what could possibly come in here? You know, we, it's, it's literal, but it's energetic too. You know, if you have a house full of clutter and stuff, you can't fit any more furniture in there. If you've got furniture on every wall and stuff crammed into any, every corner, you're out of space. There's no more room, right? So it's the same with energetics. It's the same with non-physical energy. If we're totally full up and busy and, packed with you know every moment is on a schedule and we've got all these different relationships demanding our attention and our phones always going off how much new energy is going to come in embracing sacred stillness embracing sacred silence letting yourself rest having that space is so essential to letting some magic come in you know um I am saying um a lot, but I'm really, I'm on my cycle, I'm bleeding, I'm so in reflective mode and resting today, but I really felt called to get this out before the eclipse to sort of give y'all a cheat sheet and tell you you're not alone. We're in this together. This wild ride, this wheel of fortune energy is spinning and we're all spinning along with it and it's so essential to just go with the flow and let yourself be moved with the current and not swim against the current and not hold tight to control 
or agendas, but be flexible. Sink into that divine feminine energy. We all have it, male, female, non-binary. We all have those elements of masculine and feminine within us and sink into that divine feminine energy that just wants to be cozy and comfy and rested and hydrated and nourished. You know, make a really amazing bath with rose petals and salt and soak in it and just like let it pull all of that old gunky funky stuff out of your energy field and out of your body you know we store it in our bodies and then moving into the wonderful blessings of this eclipse energy you know it's not all look out (laughs) but the wonderful blessings are the ideas When we create space and when we allow ourselves to be quiet and still and we're just tending to ourselves and making self-care like a real ritual, we get these ideas and downloads. And I I mean, I had a full class downloaded last night, just a complete blip. Here you go. This is the medicine that that you are meant to share with some sisters, Sacred Sister Circle. And it felt fully formed. I had to rush to write it down because the words were coming through my head before I could even write them down. I ended up grabbing my laptop and typing it out because the information was coming in so fast and I didn't want to miss anything. But that is a wonderful blessing. And, you know, new opportunities, money coming from who knows where, you know, clearing out the clutter of your home i highly recommend i think eclipse season is the perfect time to do a deep down and dirty get rid of it fest like have a friend come over who's ruthless and not going to let you hold on to garbage and just go through and get rid of purge get rid of anything that has the energy of a past partnership that didn't work out anything that makes you feel slimy or bummed out when you look at it don't hold on to it i mean when a relationship ends particularly like a romantic partnership, I don't keep anything, (laughs) nothing. I go deep. I pull that out at the root, gone. I delete pictures. I just like get it, get rid of it. Phone number blocked and deleted, it's gone. But that's like the old paradigm me, you know, that's the old programming me. I've yet to have a new aligned partnership since I've really gone deep into my transformation in the last couple of years. I haven't been in a relationship since like 2018. Not like a, my cat's meowing, wanting to get in, but he can't come in. <laughs> but not, not, I've been single for a while, but I'm content to wait. I'm curious about this space. What could come into it? I'm curious about this relationship with myself, what's going to be revealed as I learn and get to know myself better. So I just want to encourage everyone to make time for themselves, make time to prioritize rest, give yourself permission to say no to invites that feel like too much when you would rather go home and chill let yourself be nourished let yourself be led by spirit and on that note listen to your body because a lot of the ways that spirit shows up for me is in my body 
like guiding me by, ooh, yeah, that feels good. That feels warm in my heart. That feels like I feel calm. But when something isn't aligned, I'll feel anxiety in my stomach. My stomach will tighten up. Maybe my shoulders, my jaw will clench up. So listen to your body because that's that's a great that's a great way that the divine communicates through us. So in closing, I just really am grateful you're here and I hope that everyone feels the lightning of energy and the chill uplift that comes when this lunar eclipse passes. A lot of things are going to vibrate out of our energy fields on Tuesday. I see it. I feel it. I know it. So know that when you're in shadow work and you're integrating stuff or feeling the heaviness, know that it won't last forever. It's all temporary, everything. It's ever-changing and it's beautiful. The journey that we're on here, good, bad, ugly, intense, mundane. I try to step into each moment as I would any moment with reverence, with ritual, with curiosity, and with love. Always, always, always striving to choose love over fear in every moment. So I'm going to wrap up. Thank you all so much for joining me. I am so happy that I got so many cute messages and I want to mention to local people in Seattle, I'm going to be teaching, well, I'm going to be not teaching, but facilitating a sister circle for women and non-binary folks on November 18th at Find Your Center in Greenwood. So if you look on the website, Find Your Center, and I can try and link it on my website, you can purchase a spot. You can pre- register to get into that it's gonna be just a nice community time for us to be in sacred ceremony together doing some rituals and guided practices and sitting with plant allies and just being in community and if you want to book with me visit my website i'm going to get my patreon going in a couple more weeks and my newsletter is going. So if you go to my website, www.mindysubel.com, you can find all the ways to interact with me, book with me, join my mailing list. I send out a weekly-ish newsletter. But aside from all that, thank you for being here. Be blessed, be beautiful, and I will see you next time, friends.